Hello and welcome to the Codex Prime Podcast. We are on episode 280. Can you believe it? 280 episodes and it is Tuesday, April 19th, 2022. I am your host, Victor Omoyo. And with me as always is my co-host and social media chair, Carl Bird. What's happening, everybody? That's right. That's right. Uh, Episode 280 is here. We are on the road to episode 300, uh, which will be coming in if we play our cards right in about 20 weeks. So yeah, stay tuned for episode 300 uh, coming later this year. Uh, yeah, man, it's, it's, it's an exciting time and, uh, we're excited to, you know, be back once again. And as Carl is sharing the episode at this time, I want to give a huge shout out to our sponsor, Silk City Hot Sauce. Yes, Silk City Hot Sauce. Um, they're a Vermont-based business, and they make all sorts of delectable and delightful, unique uh, hot sauce flavors from cherry sriracha to erotic fever, mango madness, ram skull if you're into blueberry, if you're into maple syrup. They got a maple syrup blend hot sauce, which goes well with any sort of breakfast sandwich and pancakes and waffles. Oh, man, it is. You get so excited once you mention that maple syrup. <laughs> I do, I do, because it, it, it goes so well with a Dunkin' Donuts sandwich as well. It, it, indeed it does. I'm not Yeah, abs- not disagreeing at all. Absolutely. And yeah, if you want, if you want those, uh, those cool flavors and more, go to SilkCityHotSauce.com, use the promo code CODEX, that's C-O-D-E-X, and you'll get 15% off of your order. And it's, it's, it's delightful. And and it's great for every occasion and every meal. Like, uh oh, <laughs> I'm, I'm waiting for something. <laughs> I'm waiting for something. Uh, that that comes later. Um, That's what she said. Oh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, we are here. Episode two eighty is in full effect. Uh, we're on Facebook Live right now. Um, so we're just waiting for people to you know jump jump in the chat, you know, and just uh, hang out with us for a bit. Uh, we'll be we'll be getting to some cool things. Um, like we'll we'll give our thoughts about the Thor Love and Thunder trailer. Uh, we'll also t- be talking about what we've been up to, and we got a couple of cool topics. Uh, we're talking about uh, movies that deserve sequels that but never got sequels, and then we'll also talk about the toys that uh, we wanted that we always wanted as kids but just never had a chance to get. <sighs> The ones that got away. That's right. Yes, the toys, those action figures that got away from us, those play sets that we've always wanted. But for some reason, you know, mom and dad was like, no, we can't afford that. Or do you have action figure money? Oh, yeah. Yeah, but if they had grandkids, they all of a sudden got it. Yep. Mm -hmm. See how that works? (laughs) But, but yeah, we'll be – but all this and more in this week's episode. Uh, So, yeah. Yeah. uh yeah, Carl. How's uh how's life in your world, man? Busy. I hear that. Like seriously, busy. Mm-hmm. Especially because we got ourselves an announcement to make. That's right. We do. You got All an right. announcement. You got just gotta give me a couple of. Yes. May I have your attention, please? <laughs> oh man! Remember when Michael Cole used to do that with the anonymous Raw GM? Oh God! With the uh, iTone, with the uh, iPhone uh, jingle. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Sports entertainment. Mm-hmm. Yes, we were certainly sports entertained. 
Uh, so yeah, Carl, are you ready to share the announcement? I am. I am. Yes. So uh, this coming Friday, this coming Friday and Saturday, uh, the Providence Bruins will be hosting a Rhode Island Comic Con weekend, mm. and yours truly, the Codex Prime Podcast, will be hosting a very will be doing two live episodes and also going to be going around uh interviewing many cosplayers that are going to be around just creating a whole bunch of wonderful content for you guys so yes we will be at the bruins game this weekend for rhode island comic-con weekend so there you have it that's right yeah so if you're if you're in the downtown providence area if you want to Stop, make a visit at the Dunkin' Donuts Center. Um, be sure to check us out. Um, we're going to be there. Uh, we'll interview some cool cosplayers, as Carl said. And, uh, yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll just have a have a cool time. So just, like, you know, pick our brains if you want to, you know, learn more about our show. And, uh, yeah, if you want to chop it up about some nerd goodness, yeah, we'll, we'll be there Friday and Saturday evening. Absolutely, absolutely. We'll have the mics. We'll have extra mics ready so you won't have to just listen to us. <laughs> mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, it's going to be your show. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Yeah, it'll, it'll be your show. So, yeah, come on, come all. Uh, we're looking forward to, to meeting everyone. And, uh, yeah, it'll, it'll be a great time. So, yeah. That's it. Oh, I can't, I'm actually really excited for this. I can't wait. Me too. Yeah, this it's going to be it's going to be pretty it's going to be a pretty dope experience. Pretty Absolutely. unique. Yep. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. That's right. Yeah. So. But, yeah, what else have I been up to? Um, For one, I do want to I'm going to have to. Go into my eye collect real quick. So I picked up this. Uh, what there's a new series out called "What If Miles Morales Became and It's Another Superhero." Mm-hmm. This week was "What If Miles Morales Became Wolverine." Oh, okay. Written by your boy John Ridley. Mm. Hold on, let me get the. Okay, written by John Ridley and the art by uh, Farid Karami. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's just, it's kind of telling like the stories of Miles and Wolverine, like putting them together in one. And it was just a very interesting concept where it's like it actually takes place like in the 70s. And like a whole bunch of kids were missing, a whole bunch of kids were missing in the we're missing from the neighborhood and nothing's nobody's doing anything about it. Of course they're saying, Oh, you know, if this was white kids, they'd be all over it, but no, it's not. But then, you know, he started going through the changes, started noticing the claws. But then of course, you know, this rift between Jefferson and um, Jefferson and Aaron Davis, mom's not really paying attention. So he just ups and ran, runs away and he starts developing those mutant power, the same mutant powers as Wolverine. But then he ends up getting tracked down mm-hmm by a uh, figure whose name I can't forget, I keep forgetting, but it turns out, it turned out to be Jefferson Davis, who plays his AJ, who was coming after to kill him until he realizes that it was Miles Morales. So he's like, oh my God, like I I went crazy looking for you to the point where your mother left me and I was, I had no choice but to turn to this lifestyle. And then out of nowhere, Sabretooth comes out of nowhere and says, well, if you can't do it, I can't do it. Who is Sabretooth? Aaron Davis. Well, okay. 
Interesting. And it turns into a flat out ba- it turns into a flat out battle. And honestly, I was like, you know what? I hacked I was sitting there reading this and I had a I had an awesome time reading it. Mm. Okay. Yeah, that sounds like a pretty fun read. It was. It was legit fun. Mm. So I was just like, you know what? This is dope. Mm-hmm. This was dope. I gotta share this one, and I usually don't really like comment on a uh, number two series issues, but this one was a lot of fun. So I strongly recommend that you read this one. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, and then uh, what if there's gonna be more? Uh, the issues? next one's well, the first one was Captain America. You have Wolverine. The next one's gonna be Hulk. What if Miles Morales became Hulk? Oh, okay, so it's just following Miles Morales. Yes, becoming other superheroes. Oh, okay, nice. Also, I do want to give a big shout out to the new Facebook group that we are that we are posted on uh, podcasting for the culture. Fist up. And I got a chance to and I want to give a huge shout out to Nikki, who took a listen to our podcast, shouted us out, enjoyed it very much. And I got to listen to her podcast, the Kicking It With Your Girls podcast. Kicking It With Your Girls. I don't know. I just said it like that. (laughs) And And. I told her, I was like, listen, I reached out to her, I reached out to her and was like, listen, I smell a collaboration happening. Okay. And she goes, we'll be in touch soon. All right. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, yeah. They do a whole bunch of, um, uh, you know, diverse array of topics. Like the last one I listened to was the friend zone, baby mama, baby daddy drama. So mm-hmm. it'll be an interesting concept to say like, yo, what's it like to like date gamers, date nerds and stuff? Like, how do you view that dating wrestling fans? And you know how we have that, you know, the IWC has that bad rap. Mm-hmm. So it's like, how would y'all handle that? That would be interesting. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and and their pockets is kicking it with your girls. Kicking it with your girls. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. So, yeah. Let's let's. Yeah, that's, that sounds that sounds fantastic. Let's yeah. So yeah, that but that kind of wraps up what I've been up to. Okay. Oh, actually, um, I think there was something that you you got involved with as well. I think you had a wrestling match. Oh. <laughs> you watched it. Uh, I didn't have a chance to watch it oh. yet. Because I don't want to spoil it. Okay, okay. Ah, uh, but yeah, I, I was in a va- I was in a match. Yo, big shout out to Maximilian Cristobal from over at Extreme Virtual Pro Wrestling. And I had a night. I had a. I was the main event on Monday Night Delight, mm. and um, it was very, very interesting. Let's just say that something special happened to me. Mm. I popped. Who wants to touch me? Okay, hmm. okay I'm intrigued. So I'm I'm, I'm going to sit down and watch the match. Uh, you know what? No, as soon as this episode is over, yeah. I'm watching it with you. Oh, you haven't seen it yet? Oh, I watched it. Okay. I just want to see your reaction. Okay, and I'm intrigued. You know what? This could be... Yeah, yeah, you know... Yeah, I want to see your reaction. Okay, I'm intrigued. I'll, I'll watch it. I'll watch it. So, yeah. yeah uh, Extreme Virtual Pro Wrestling, your boy... Uh, Carl Bird, uh, should we should we talk about who your opponent was? Uh, it requires a spoiler. Okay, all right, all right. So yeah, versus versus a mystery opponent. Let's just, yeah, let's <laughs> just say that a mystery opponent that was just like wow, hmm. wasn't expecting it, but nope. you'll understand why I'm like, who wants to touch me? Okay, okay. 
All right. So yeah, you, for, you, you. No, I'm good. Sure. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, okay. That's what's up. Virtual Extreme Virtual Pro Wrestling. Looking forward to that. We'll watch it after the show. Uh, yeah. So yeah, as as for me, um, still still on the PS5 grind. <laughs> I got. I finally like. I finally moved. I got internet again. So yeah, I'm gaming again. Nice. Yeah. So you're back on Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. I haven't even turned it on just to watch it yet because I've still been watching Moon Knight lately. So um, mm. okay. it's been a tire. It's been a very tiring few days. Yeah, I it's hear that. Be an extra tiring week, I'll tell you. That. Mm. Indeed. Oh, I'm excited. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm still playing Horizon Zero, Horizon Forbidden West. Um, I'm nearly thirty hours into the game. Um, I'm I think I'm barely halfway through the main story because I just do side quests. And, I'm, and my character is basically OP right at the moment for the main quest. And, uh, yeah, like, it's just like the world is just so gorgeous and just so lush that I just end up just going off and exploring different uh, d- different places, discovering different ruins. Um, trying, I'm trying to unlock the different cauldrons so I can ha- hack the different uh, um, robotic creatures. Um, yeah, I'm at, I'm at level 25 or 25 right now. Damn. Yeah, so yeah, it's uh it's 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 been quite the experience. Um yeah, um it's it's going to be a, it's going to be a, a little while before I finish the game. Uh but I but I intend on seeing it through. Like Forbidden West is just absolutely breathtaking. Um the story is quite interesting. It's going to some some very interesting directions in the main narrative. So I'm like, "Hmm, okay, I want to learn more." So yeah, that's 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 what's uh, got me right now uh on the gaming front is that what you're like locked into right now yeah yeah that's what i'm locked into right now because i I do want to like finish that game and then like then my next game after that will be guardians of the galaxy uh so yeah that's that's the plan uh for me game wise uh on the movie front i caught a i bought a few stuff damn yeah bought a few things um over the last uh over over the last several, several weeks actually i posted um I think all of these or most of these on on my Instagram, uh, but yeah, I uh, Arrow Arrow Video, another boutique label. They actually released a 4K Ultra HD uh, version of the classic RoboCop. Just the first one. Yep, just the first one, Steelbook Edition. Oh uh, uh, yeah, you, you already know. Oh yeah, the fanciest of packages. Mm. Oh yes, um, man, this is a RoboCop. This is a 4K uh, res- restored print of uh, the, the eight, 1987 classic. Uh, it still holds up to this day. It, this is a classic, violent. This is one of the films that I, one of the first movies I watched as a kid. I was like five, six years old when I first watched it, and it and it left an impression on me ever since. Um, we know. Yeah. Uh, it's, <laughs> you can tell. Yeah, it, it's, it's, a, it's a great movie. It still holds up, um, especially its themes of, like, you know, predatory capitalism, you know, corporatism run amok. Um, urban decay, and then you have like, uh, yeah, RoboCop, played played by the great Peter Weller, um, of course Nancy Allen as his partner Lewis, and of course one of the, um, I still identify him with this role so strongly because he plays a villain so well. Um, Kurtwood Smith as Clarence Boddicker, <laughs> the notorious cop killer. Um, yes, yeah, this, this film had a great cast, like you know Kurtwood Smith, Ray Wise as one of the villains, uh, Paul McCrane. Uh, yeah, man, oh, such such a great movie. Um, if you if you haven't if you if for some reason you haven't seen it yet, 
go out of your go out of your way to see this in 4K Ultra HD because it looks so good and it looks so juicy. I mean, you gotta stick to your you gotta stick to your Irish roots, I guess. I mean, I mean, especially like the part where you know Alex Murphy gets blown away and you get to see it in like full clarity. I'm like, whoa, okay, damn! Like you just turned his whole arm and handed to like a pile of giblets. This is just whoa, giblets. Yeah, but yeah, he said giblets. Yeah, giblets indeed. So yeah, I got RoboCop. Um, uh, Criterion had a flash sale. Uh-oh. Uh oh. They had a flash sale last month, so it was like for 24 hours to 50% off their catalog. So I went ahead and I got uh, a few 4K editions. I got their 4K edition of The Piano, uh, Jane Campion's classic 90 Oscar-winning film from 93, Holly Hunter, um, Anna Paquin, Sam Neill, Harvey Keitel. Um, Great-looking film, uh, also a great movie. Um, you you might you might associate it with the parody from the critic with the slide. You whistle. Say, I'm like I'm, I'm, I'm saying like, like listen the slide whistle still ain't touching that. Uh, the slide whistle gag was funny, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the piano great film, um, especially in 4K. Criterion did a great job. Also in 4K, uh, the Hughes what? Brothers, Menace to Society. That's cri- that's Criterion. Yeah, you know actually um, they actually when Criterion was making laser discs. Way back in the '90s, this was actually in their catalog. Really? Yeah, and they they uh, reintroduced uh, reintroduced uh, Menace to Society in as one of their first 4K discs. This came out last November. Um, definitely a, a tragic film, depressing film, but still hits, still hits hard like it did back in '93. Bill Duke, you know. You know you don't. You know you don't fucked up, right? Yeah, you know you fucked up, don't you? <laughs> you know you fucked up. But yeah, man, Menace to Society, oh man, just just a great film. Um, I can't I, I can't wait until Dead Presidents hits the Criterion Collection. Hopefully, one of these days, because uh, that's a film that I that desperately needs uh, to be restored on Blu-ray. So I got that. Also, uh, shout outs to uh, the late great Melvin Van Peebles, uh, his uh, Essential Films box set, four of his uh, classic films. Uh, the story of a three-day pass, Watermelon Man, uh, which was great. It's about a white man uh, played by um, this comedian, um, Godfrey something or other. Uh, let me see. What was his name? Godfrey Cambridge, who was a black comedian in the 70s who yeah. who played whiteface. He played a white character who wakes up and he discovers that he's black. And uh, shenanigans ensue. Uh, and he's married. He has like a white family, like a white wife, white kids. White picket fence. Yep, white picket fence. Uh, basically, the white face kind of looks looks like Eddie Murphy's white face. Uh, in Saturday, Saturday Night Live. It's a classic film, though. Classic film um, based on uh, the Metamorphosis by Franz Kafka. Okay. So, kind of inspired by that. Uh, also, the the classic uh, film that launched the entire black exploitation genre, Sweet Sweetback's Badass Song. Um, <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, why is that title so funny to me? Yeah, uh, sweet, uh, sweet, sweetback's badass song, um, uh, spelled with uh, three A's and five S's. Um, yeah, this film, I was not prepared for. I'll say the opening scene I was not prepared for. Okay. So okay, so the opening scene in the film, like, I, so I probably may want to see it. It's so yeah, sweet. So sweet, sweetback's badass song, like, so that film came out when. When Melvin Van Peebles, he he basically uh, 
walked away from his contract with Columbia Pictures, mm-hmm. and he decided to make a, like a, a gritty independent feature, like with his own money, um, his own. He he decided to direct it, write it, compose the music, star in it, and it's basically like a, a Mar- Melvin Van Peebles. He plays a guy who's a sex worker, who um, who's uh, framed for a crime he didn't commit, so he's on the run from the cops. And throughout the film, he basically stick, takes it to the man. And this came out, you know, during the you know during the, the height of like the Black Power movement because it came out in 1971. Right. And this film actually came out a few months before Shaft. And so those two films actually launched the whole black exploitation genre. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, like I said, like I wasn't prepared for the opening scene because it's so low budget that okay. So the opening scene features uh, his son Mario Van Peebles, 13 year old Mario Van Peebles. Butt naked in bed with a prostitute, and the and and the prostitute was like, "Ooh, sweet back, yo, you got that good sweet back," and that's how that's how the character gets his name. And I was like, "What the fuck is going on? What?" Okay, I think I, I, it sounds almost perverted, but it's like, you know what? I gotta see it. You know, it's 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 worth seeing. Um, especially I, I gotta see it. I mean, it's. I mean, for for its historical significance, for sure. And I, th- I think this film was. Um, I I don't know if it was preserved in the Library of Congress uh, films, uh, but yeah, it it is historically significant for launching the black exploitation genre. It has its place in American cinema. Um, but when you watch it, man, when you say it's low, it's like this is like DIY filmmaking circa 1971. It's DIY filmmaking. Like you watch it, it's like wow, man, like. Imagine if he actually had a full-on studio budget. <laughs> but what studio would touch this film? Mm. But And apparently, um, uh, the funny story was Melvin Van Peebles had some sex scenes which were unsimulated, and he caught gonorrhea. Oh, great. But he actually got workers' comp from the Screen Actors Guild, and he was able to use that money to finish the film. So, yeah. Uh, that's, a, that's, a, that's, a, that's a filmmaking lesson right there. If you... If you film some sex scenes and uh, you, you, you catch the VD, um, file for workers' comp, you might be able to get some money to finish your film. Well, I don't know. <laughs> but, he was able to do that with even if it's an independent movie. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, apparently, yeah. And um, and apparently, um, another another part of that story too was that uh, um, he who shall not be named the creep. Um, the Jello pudding eating serial, serial rapist. Actually, oh, Cosby, yeah. we're not mentioning his name. Um, uh, the creep actually paid, actually gave, actually loaned um, Melvin Van Peebles fifty thousand dollars to complete the film. So, if it wasn't for the creep, then Melvin Van, Melvin Van Peebles wouldn't have made history. So, yeah. So sometimes a broken clock is right twice a day, I guess. But uh, but yeah, we won't mention the creep again. So fuck him. But anyway, uh, <laughs> so yeah, so yeah, that's so yeah. Those are those three films, and of course, uh, don't play as cheap, which was his uh, uh, based on his uh, Broadway well Broadway musical with Esther Roll from Good Times, starring in it. Oh, James! <laughs> damn! 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 damn. <laughs> so yeah. Melvin Van Peebles, uh, he did pass away last September, so rest in peace, rest in power to uh, an, an, an ultimate uh, filmmaking legend uh, from American cinema, black cinema, great stuff here. Um, yeah, so that's so I got that. Um, I also got some other oh, criterions. Just gone. Yep. Oh, listen, I had a stack last week. Yeah, you, you had a stack last week. I, ha- I, have, I have a stack this week. Did you re-listen to that? And then I just heard, I'm like, when I pulled out the stack, and you just heard the... A- 
dud thump. Yep. I was like, oh, yeah. man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I got another film uh, from one of my favorite uh, filmmakers, Spanish filmmaker, Pedro Almodovar. His, 1980, his 1988 comedy, Women on the Verge of a Nervous Breakdown. Oh, damn. Um, a great film. Um, you know, uh, it's about a woman who uh, tries to uh, kill herself with a batch of sleeping pill-laced gazpacho um, after her lover leaves her. But she's interrupted by a series of events, and and hilarity ensues. Great film, if you're, especially if you're a fan of uh, Almodovar. I also got the original 1947 uh, version Nightmare Alley, which was uh, adapted by Guillermo del Toro last mm-hmm. year. Um, great film, great film noir. Um, Tyrone Power stars in it. Um, uh, the, the the plot very similar uh, to Del Toro's remake, although Del Toro's remake is considerably more violent. Um, yeah, great great film noir, especially if you're if you're a fan of like uh, classic cinema from back in the day. I I, I really enjoyed this film. I also got a classic. Uh, Fred Astaire, Ginger Rogers, Swing Time. Uh, I'm, I'm a fan of Fred Astaire and Ginger Rogers, and for me, this, this is my favorite film of theirs. Um, so I'm glad Criterion had a chance to restore that. I also got the Regina King's uh, directorial debut, One Night in Miami. That made Criterion that fast? It did. Yeah. Yeah. One Night in Miami. Uh, Kemp Powers, written by him. Um Stars a great cast: uh, Kingsley Benadire, Aldous Hodge, Leslie Odom Jr., and Eli Gorey. As uh, Malcolm X, Jim Brown, Sam Cooke, and Muhammad Ali, respectively. Um, Leslie Odom Jr. played uh, Sam Cooke, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Terrific film right here. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing what Regina King does next behind the camera. And last but not least, I got a great melodrama, and I'm so glad this finally hit Blu-ray. Uh, Written on the Wind. Uh, starring Rock Hudson, Lauren Bacall, Robert Stack, and uh, Dorothy Malone in, in an Oscar-winning performance. It's a messy melodrama. It's about a, it's about a, um, which involves alcoholism, nymphomania, impotence, and jealousy. So, yeah, it's a it, all all the things that you want in a in a, in a great story. Uh, it's about uh, Rock Hudson's character who. Uh, who's in love with Lauren, but who has, has a thing for Lauren Bacall, but Lauren Bacall ends up marrying Robert Stack. And then Robert Stack's sister has a thing for Rock Hudson. But the thing is, Rock Hudson doesn't have feelings for her because they grew up as, you know, stepbrother and stepsister. But, you know, uh, Dorothy Malone is a nymphomaniac and she really wants to D. And Rock Hudson's like, no, I, we cannot, we cannot, you cannot have the D because we are step siblings, and this is wrong. And I also have a thing for Lauren Bacall, even though I don't want my friend to, Robert Stack to know that. And so, you know, messiness ensues. It, it's a, it's a messy melodrama. The stuff that you know, modern day reality television is made of, but albeit with far less charm and far less wit. But this is the real deal right here. Forget 90 Day Fiance. Watch something that's actually will feed your soul, feed your cultural tastes. Written on the wind. It's so beautiful. I love it. I love this. So, yes, that's my stack from Criterion Collection and Arrow Video. Um, that's what I got. It's juicy, cinematic goodness. It looks so good in 4K. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, those those are interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you you know you got to learn a little bit of cinematic history as well. So uh, yeah, there there you have it. We got some stuff to watch like as soon as it's over. <laughs> 
Yeah, man. So yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much uh, pretty much what I got going on uh, this week. Oh, and also uh, for for those who are who are haven't seen it yet in theaters, the Batman is on HBO Max. As of today. Yep, as of today. I thought it was going to be tomorrow, but okay, it's in there, it's up there today. Yeah. And and also, I pre-ordered the 4K Steelbook from Best Buy. Okay. So it's oh, coming out May 21st or 22nd. Oh, man, I can't wait to revisit it. Oh, and juicy 4K. You know you can just watch it in 4K. And... Yeah, but the st- streaming is not the, streaming, the, the quality is not as – it's great, but it's not as good as from the disc where it's un- uncompressed, just, just full-on – just uncompressed audio, uncompressed visuals. You just see it straight from the source. Oh, man, it's just... Mm. This is coming from somebody who goes, nope, my 1080p is just fine. Listen, I will cop to it. I was wrong. I was I was, <laughs> I was, was wrong all these years because I was so used to 1080p that I thought that uh, 4K, you know, it, it's a scam, blah, blah, blah. And, and I've and I seen some 4K stuff, but not enough that really was like, oh, man, I, I definitely got to make the jump, but... You know, lately, in like the past couple of years, especially with the PS5 coming out, I'm like, man, this 1080p ain't going to do it. I, 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 this, it's about time I got to make the upgrade. Now, and they did. You know, ain't it, ain't, ain't it good when you step out of your comfort zone? <laughs> I mean, look, look, I, I did, I did, I did a lot of research, you know. As I was uh, looking at different televisions, different okay. ways to upgrade. All right. I knew that w- I knew that I was going to get a PS5, but you know, I knew that a 1080p display just wouldn't cut the mustard. So, you know, I, after doing some further research and seeing the quality of films, you know, go up, uh, I was like, you know what, I'm, I, I'm ready to take the plunge. So, you know, I did some research, and that's how I found the OLED, and uh, it's been it's been smooth sailing ever since. You know. Yeah. So, like I said, aren't you glad that you you know stepped out of your comfort zone? I mean, it's still it's still in my it's still in my wheelhouse. It, it's still, it, I mean, yeah, for the most part. You got the PS Five and you wrapped that PS Four up so fast, like it ain't had no goddamn feelings. <laughs> you did the same thing with the 1080p. I mean, you threw your old phone out the window, pretty much. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, that Android. Yeah, I still have it. It's like just in a box. Like it ain't got no feelings. Hey, I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I will say, that, yeah, stepping stepping out, you know, of my preconceived notions of my comfort zone. You know, if it wasn't for that, I'd still be on an- Team Android. You know, I you know, grainy pic, you know, grainy pictures. And- yeah, the pictures were a bit grainy, but to be fair, I, I was still hanging on to my Samsung Galaxy S5 from 2015 um, for a long time. That he, had, that he had to get just to do this podcast. Yeah, true. I, I, I did. He would have still been on his flip phone. Well, I had my flip phone. Yeah. I mean, if we, if we didn't have the podcast, I was. I probably, would have, I probably wouldn't have been on my flip phone by now. I, I, pro- I, I probably would have been on it for at least a couple more years because I was still using the... No, I, I wasn't using the Razer at that point. I was using a, a BlackBerry flip phone. Yeah, it was like tiny, um, no frills, no internet. Nothing. You just played Snake. It didn't even have Snake. It. <laughs> <laughs> it just text and just text and make calls, and then like calls would usually drop. 
because the phone was you know shitty at that point and i was like yeah i, I gotta step up but ever since like ever since i became team apple with the with the iphone it's been it's been great man it's, it's actually been better i know than, than 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 an android ever was i mean i mean my goodness the the, the clarity i know on, on an iphone mm-hmm. and then and then i was able to get apple tv plus for a whole year mm-hmm. which is st- which is still in effect it ends in june end of june so yeah man yeah man App, App, apple's apple's doing it i know you know you know but but you know, I'm not going to be one of those that's going to up, up, upgrade their phone every single year. I'm not going to do that. No, I don't do that. I'm due for an upgrade. I think I had this one for a couple of years now. Mm-hmm. So I'll probably get the same one as yours. Yeah. Yeah. And and I was I, I was impressed by the camera quality of, of an iPhone. Man, you can like you can film whole movies on that thing. I know. And I've, I've seen movies filmed on that, like the Tangerine, which was great. Destiny. Yeah, Tangerine. Yeah, yeah, that was that was a dope film. Sean Baker. Um, I think uh, High Flying Bird was also filmed on iPhones as well. That's on Netflix. Yeah, okay. Steven Soderbergh. So yeah, yeah, man. So so good. So so good, man. I, I, I'm I'm so glad that I made those discoveries by myself. You know. Lies. <laughs> <laughs> well. Let's see. What can we get into here? Hmm. Well, since we're talking about movies, uh, at the top of the program, we we, we could talk about uh, movies that that should get sequels but never did. Okay. I honestly have one in mind, so I'm just going to go off on a whim okay. with this one. But I have really would have loved to see an I Am Number 4. Really? sequel i enjoyed the movie and the movie was going to be called uh the power of six they were they were uh, based on the lorian legacy books but i am number four was supposed to be like a twilight for boys hmm. which had a good story i can honestly say i did read the book and i just quit in the middle of it because it kind of dragged a bit yeah and it was i can honestly say that the movie was better than the book and i think i it had a nice premise but they, it just it didn't do it didn't do what the studio wanted. Mm-hmm. So the sequel just got scrapped. Uh-huh. Which was he- which was very unfortunate. Um Let me see. I'm number four. Here we go. Cancelled sequel. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh that's what it that's the puzzle. Funding reasons and stuff. Yeah. There has been some talk in the past couple of months, uh, but there is this audience appetite out there. Most people on Twitter that contact me said, where's the next movie? Yeah, DreamWorks just wasn't interested in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just a disappointing, disappointing installment. I mean, disappointing performance in the box office. So, But I thought it was a pretty good movie. You know, and like could have at least got a good three to four. Mm. Yeah, you know, I've heard that... Um yeah, I heard it had a, had a had a pretty popular following in the in the in book form, um, right? But I, but I know the movie received like mixed reviews at best, so I think that's what kind of killed it. Yeah, I believe so. But yeah, I thought it, I thought it would have worked out. Mm. Yeah, um, I will say like uh, one one film that one film that I, I I'd say I would have liked to have seen a sequel for. Uh, but but it never got. 
Um, let me see. I, I, I'm I'm looking this up. Okay, uh, you know Gladiator. You've seen Gladiator, right? Bits and pieces of it. Yeah, Gladiator. It's a it's a modern classic. I can't believe it's twenty two years old now. Is it really? Yeah, it came out in two thousand. Shit. That was the first movie I saw at, uh, at the Providence Place Mall when the theater opened. Oh, I can't even remember the first movie I saw. I pro- honestly, it was probably like scary movie or something. <laughs> yeah, um, but I saw, I remember I remember reading an article, uh, uh, you know, a while ago, and I and I, I just pulled it up here um, from Giant Freaking Robot. That's the website, um, and they described that uh, that there was actually a planned sequel. Or a, 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 a you know yeah a planned sequel for Gladiator called you know basically Gladiator Two mm-hmm. which would have taken the whole it would have taken the whole um, it would have taken the character into an entirely different direction just like straight up batshit like oh, right. no, nothing like the like the previous film so um, so just uh, you know spoiler alert um, at the end of Gladiator Russell Crowe's character does die um, but he does win. Um, so, so the, so Nick Cave, uh, he's a screenwriter. Nick Cave actually pitched a different, uh, take on what a Gladiator sequel could have been. So apparently, um, so apparently, uh, Nick, Nick Cave revealed that when Russell Crowe dies, his character Maximus goes into purgatory and, and Cave reveals, quote, uh, there's this Christ character down on down on Earth who's gaining popularity, and many of the gods are dying, so they send Gladi- Gladiator back to Earth to kill Christ and all his followers. Oh, that would not work. I wanted to call it Christ Killer, end quote. That's what Nick Cave said. He wasn't done there. Oh, my God. Uh, let's see. Cave was setting up Maximus and Gladiator Gla- Gladiator 2 Christ Killer for a climax that was both epic and time spanning. Yes, as in time travel. So back so going all the way back from like the uh, times of like Roman gladi- gladiators and generals and emperors, um in the end you find out that that the main guy was his son. So he has to kill his son and he's tricked by the gods and all this sort of stuff. He becomes this eternal warrior. And it ends with this 20-minute war sequence that follows all of the wars of history right up to the Vietnam War. Uh, not enough, not crazy enough for you? How about an immortal Russell Crowe arriving in World War II to take command of tanks and finally making an appearance in the modern-day Pentagon? Um, That's basically the comic berserker that Keanu Reeves is doing. Okay. All right. So... I, I guess I, I guess the idea is living somewhere, um, and then at the end it goes. Uh, uh, Nick Cave asks asked Russell Crowe, "What do you think?" And then the actor politely responded, "Don't like it, mate." <laughs> um, what about the end? And then Russell Crowe responded again, "Don't like it, mate." So Cave didn't didn't need to take the script to anyone else. His answer was staring him in the face. So yeah, uh, uh, that's the sequel, though. If Hollywood was had was ballsy enough, you could have seen Maximus Christ Killer on the screen. That would have been awful. <laughs> Although you know, I can I can I can I can yeah. take it further. Like, like oh god, if you 
if if you had Christ, if you had Christ in the film depicted as like a Kratos figure, like figure, because he has he already has the beard, right? So like he can like rip off his robe and he's just like shredded, and he has he has like a, has an axe. He's like he has like two axes, kind of like you know like um, like the Blades of Chaos, like in God of War. And he's like, yo, you yo, you want yo, you you want to go head up? You want to go head up, Maximus? I'm right here. And then like they have like a fight at the mount. So instead of a sermon on the mount, it's like the battle on the on the mount. You know what I'm saying? And it's like you can have like the twelve disciples, like just try just try to rush Maximus, like a like a like a twelve well thirteen with Christ, twelve disciples plus Maximus plus Christ versus Maximus. It's like a one on one on thirteen fight. Oh man, it's like it's just it's just just a whole bloody affair. And then you see like Mary Magdalene standing on the side. Oh my God! (laughs) Right, and then like she can get involved in it somehow. I'm not sure how. You know, I, I think there's a market for it. I think, no. I think, I think if don't do it. I think if if there's a studio willing to like bankroll this project, right? And uh, you know, why do I have a feeling the studio that you have in mind begins with the letter <laughs> before B, and that's twelve plus twelve? If A twenty four can bankroll this project. I mean, of course, Russell Crowe said he didn't like it, so I, I guess I'll have to cast someone else. But then, but then at the at that point, it'll be, it won't be the same. So yeah, yeah. I, I mean, yeah, it's a sequel that uh, that just does not need to be made. I think in an alternate universe. Oh man! Somewhere in the multiverse, uh. if it was real, there's probably a Gladiator Two Christ Killer getting a 4K restoration right oh, now. My God. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's the sequel we never got. And I'm okay with that. Yeah. 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 The world is happily spinning. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I don't I don't even know how to follow up with that. Like what? I mean, Titan AE would have been nice. Oh man, that was slept on. I think so. I watched yeah. some of it, and I was like, you know what? This was pretty cool for its time. It was. Yeah, because it blended in. It was one of the early movies that blended in, like, 2D, traditional 2D animation with 3D right. graphics. Yeah. Yeah. And Don Bluth did that movie, right? I believe so. Yeah. I think he did that with, like, because Don Bluth, he also did All Dogs Go to Heaven um, and Space Ace, Dragon's Lair. Um, yeah, Titan, Titan. Yeah, Don Bluth. Yeah, Titan. Yeah, Titan AE was decent. Like I would have, I would have liked to have seen a, a sequel to that. It was a canceled video game. Oh yeah, the, mm. uh, uh, by Blitz Games. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, the movie didn't. Yeah, the movie had got like a mixed reception when it came out. It was one of the early movies, that, early movies I saw at the Providence Place Mall back when tickets were five dollars. Oh my god, <laughs> I miss those days. Um, uh, let's see. Oh, Steve, we got Steve Cabrera in the chat. Would Spartacus be similar enough for a gladiator-style attempt? Mm. Um, Have you ever watched Spartacus? I never did. Spartacus was good. The the TV show you mean? Yes. I heard it was really good. I I got the DVD somewhere. Nice. Yeah, that was was a a Showtime series, right? Stars. Oh, Stars. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I would like to see one of these. It was really good. Mm. I saw I've heard. Yeah. But yeah, Titan AE would have been cool. Especially, I liked I liked the premise of Titan AE where Earth was actually destroyed, right? And they had that whole spaceship that could build a whole new planet, basically. Yeah, I would have liked to see a sequel where they where you follow like what New Earth is like. Yeah, 
it had potential. You know, it, it, yeah, I know Titan, Titan AE also came out at a weird time when Disney and like most uh, animation studios were shifting from 2D to 3D. Yeah. And then you had like, um, like the I know like the, the last couple of like sci-fi animated films at that time was like there was Atlantis, The Lost Adventure. Yeah. Which was actually pretty good, pretty decent. Yeah, Atlantis. And I think wasn't Treasure. Uh, yeah, was tre- Treasure Planner out around that time too? Yeah. Yeah, it came out in two thousand two. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, but it was yeah, it was still in that early, you know, early two thousands. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Um, let me see. I had one in mind, and it just escaped. I hate it when that happens. When you just think about something and it just escapes your mind. Yeah. Um. <laughs> damn, what was it? I'm really mad now. Can't think of an actor. Mm-mm. Oh. And I think it was from that era. Ah oh, shit! Come up with one, and then I'll probably just end up scream rudely, scream interrupting <laughs> you and screaming it. At least I gave you a full one in this time. All right. Um, I would have liked to have seen a sequel to um, Devil in a Blue Dress. Really. Yeah, you know, with uh, Denzel Washington, because it was yeah. based on the Walter Mosley novels mm-hmm. with um, the character Easy Rollins. I, I, would, I would have liked to see a sequel where it kind of followed thought that character in like different, you know, film noir style movies. Okay, that would have been cool. Um, there was a Never Back Down. There was like two of them. Never Back Down Two was was actually pretty good for what it was. Yeah, I never had a chance to see them. I know Jamin Hansu was in the first one, right? Yeah, he was in the first one. And then Michael Jai White did the next two. Okay. And, ooh. Yeah, it's really escaping me right now. I'm so mad. Mm. Oh, speaking of Michael Jai White, um, even though I know we had a TV series, I would have liked to see a a movie sequel to Black Dynamite. (laughs) That would have been so dope. It probably would have. Yeah. Just to follow, because um, I know they had, um, I know Nicole Ari Parker was going to be in the first one, but I think she was in the deleted scene. I think her character was like Mahogany Brown. That was that was her name. It would have been cool if they had like if they followed her character in Black Dynamite. They could have had like a buddy cop adventure type deal. It's buddy cop. Uh, uh, I know this ain't sequels, but Rock and Stone Cold need to do a buddy cop movie. Hmm. They could still work. I know. I know, like, it would definitely capitalize on all the nostalgia for sure. Oh, absolutely. But, yeah, that's why it would work. Oh, yeah. Rock and Stone Cold on a buddy comedy? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I could, I could see that. Um, I think they actually are making an expendable, a new Expendables. Another one? There's, but there's three of them. That's what I mean. I remember hearing about that, um, which they weren't bad at all. Yeah, I remember seeing the first one. It was decent. The first one was, yeah, there is an Expendables 4 work. Hmm. Yeah, it's it's happening. Oh, great. I can't wait. (laughs) Additionally, so you're going to have Stallone, Statham, Lundgren, and Randy Couture. Mm -hmm. Also, Eddie Hall, Curtis 50 Cent Jackson. Megan Fox, Tony Jaa, Andy Garcia, uh, Sheila Shaw, Jacob Scipio, I probably said that, and Levy Tran. Hmm. And Eco Waste is cast as the uh, the main villain. 
Oh. Wait, Eco Oasis from The, the raid? raid? Yeah, The Raid. That's what we need. I would love a Raid Part 3. Oh, my God. Oh, high five. Man, Ooh. listen. Oh, God. I, I know they were talking about... There were rumors of, of, their, of there being a Raid 3 movie being planned, but they just never got around to it. Um... You know what? I'm I'm fine. I'm fine with just a two. But if we can get at least one more raid film, yo, I remember just like expe- like telling the people, it's like it starts off. It's a guy who plays a cop. Mm-hmm. He wakes up, kisses his wife the goodbye. Mm-hmm. He's a cop. He shows up to work. They basically go, "You ready? Let's go!" Kick a door down, and they're fighting for like an hour and a half. Yep. And it's glorious. Yep. Oh, man. And then Raid Part 2, which was two and a half hours, but did not feel like it at all. Nope. Oh, man. God, those moves. I can't. You know what? I want want to watch those moves again. I'm okay with that. Oh, my God. Especially especially I get to watch it on the Oh, here we go. (laughs) I get to watch it again on that sweet OLED. Mm. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Juicy action. I would have loved to see a third Tim Burton Batman movie. Me too. That would have been interesting. In like a third Tim Burton Batman movie, especially with um Billy D Williams as Two-Face cuz cuz I, I felt like they were Tim Burton wanted to work towards that. That would have been cool. That would have been interesting to see uh Billy D Williams try to play Harvey Dent in that in that role. Like a smoother version of 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 Two-Face. You know, wait for my face to fall off. <laughs> I have this cool 45. <laughs> yeah, he's drinking it, but then it like spills out of the side of his face. Yeah, all right. <laughs> yeah, that would have been cool if Michael Keaton had a had a chance to do like one more film with Burton, um, as two like, with Two Face, and then like another. I think another 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 villain who who could have been the Riddler. Yeah, the Riddler. Yeah, Jim Carrey, but under the imagine imagination of Tim Burton. Yeah, he, that could have worked. It could have, and then imagine if he had uh, Marlon Wayans as Robin. <laughs> you know he's still getting paid for that. I heard, yeah. He still gets paid for that. You know what? Get your money, Marlon Wayans. Yeah, get your money. Even though you made a lot of a lot of bad, terrible movies. Yeah. White chicks was funny. White chicks was awful. White chicks was funny for for what it was. No. It, um. Boy, I choice. wouldn't have known the lyrics to Vanessa Carlton's A Thousand Miles. <laughs> mm. Yeah. You know that song. Making my way downtown. Oh. Walking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, we got John Haponic in the chat mentioning Expendables. He said that they were supposed to make an Expendables with a female cast. I heard about that project. It would have been cool, but hopefully it didn't get the Ghostbusters treatment. Yeah, unless they had like Ronda Rousey like star in it as like the lead, and I think she was the she was in the uh, she was in part three of Expendables. Mm. I mean Ronda Rousey. I mean she's a decent in the ring and she can fight, but she's gotten better, yeah. But she cannot act. Acting is not her forte. Yeah, she was in it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. That's why in the Fast and Furious she only had like silent. She she didn't talk. Yeah, and for good reason. And. in extends to voice acting, unfortunately. If you played Mortal Kombat, I think it was 10 or 11, where she played Sonya Blade. Oh, uh, uh, 11. Uh, yeah. Woof. That was terrible. <laughs> just, just lifeless lifeless readings. Line readings, man. 
You know what? If we would have had a Street Fighter 2 movie. No. <laughs> we're, we're, we're good. The world is good. We, we don't need a Street Fighter 2 movie. Yeah, but we need a dark-ass Family Matters. Hell yeah. No, we don't. <laughs> my, my idea is great. <laughs> nah. Nah. <laughs> don't do it. Okay, Street Fighter 2. Or if we had like a... Hmm. If we had like a mashup movie, like like Mortal Kombat versus Street Fighter or something along those lines. I mean, we talked about that as kids, but it was just like, it didn't need to happen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I remember Mortal Kombat Annihilation had that awful line reading by, um, what was her name? Was it Sindel? It's like, and Katana's like, mother, you're alive. Too bad you will die. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, God, that was so bad. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. That was embarrassing to watch. What was the worst movie? Supergirl from the 80s or Mortal Kombat Annihilation? Ooh, I gotta go with Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Really? Yeah, because <laughs> Annihilation was bottom of the barrel. Like, underneath the barrel, not even at the, the bottom. The sticky shit it. at the bottom of the barrel? Yes. But even it, but it's like, yeah, I remember like when I bought that DC box set, and I was like, yo, it has Supergirl in it. All right, we'll watch it. I come back from work. He's I. I was at work. We was watching at work, mm-hmm. and Matt comes back I'm like, "Yeah, how you liking so much? This is the worst movie I've ever seen in my life." <laughs> <laughs> like, not even a chance for me to eat. like. You know how when you ask a question, there's like a tiny pause. Didn't even have it. Wow. He was right. Like, this is the worst movie I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, Supergirl tried at least. Can't say the same about a. Uh... Annihilation. Ah, they they um, just wanted to. Oh, SNL already did a disturbing Family Matters. Oh yeah, they did that skit. I remember. I saw that. Annihilation had that dragon fight. Oh my god! When he did <laughs> release. It. Wait, wait, Night will release your animality. You know, it's like. <sighs> it's like it's like we're trying too hard here. <laughs> no, we're just trying to capitalize on the popularity of the video games. Yeah. Man, those 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 special effects, man. They, they did not age at all. Yeah, they 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 were on they were below par of a super Super Nintendo FX chip. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 the level they were at. Oh, shout out to Max from uh, XVPW in the chat. Nice. He's gonna watch the match right after. Yes, so I no will. spoilers. <laughs> yes, I will. <laughs> uh, hmm. Let's see. Um, another another movie. You know, you know, what I would have liked to have seen a sequel of, and I know that this this movie doesn't get doesn't get enough love. Um, I would have liked to see a sequel to Billy Zane's The Phantom. That could have worked. That yeah. would have been good. Uh, yeah, because I thought I thought it was a cool movie. Yeah, I thought. I mean, granted, I, I knew it wasn't the greatest, but <laughs> I thought I thought it would have I thought it would have been nice. Aaron. <laughs> Ah, uh, yeah, Saren Ferguson of Pop Stew fame. Welcome, sir. Uh, Mortal Kombat Annihilation has been wiped from my memory. <laughs> I understand. Oh, yeah. As well it should. As well it should. Meteor Man Part 2. Oh, my God. Meteor Man Part 2. A fragment of the medium has been discovered by Robert Townsend's son. Mm. Okay, okay. 
and it turns out that he's he had grown up with the son of the leader of the Golden Lords, but then there's some jealousy because he didn't find it, mm-hmm. and he didn't and he didn't get the powers. So yeah. he recreates a new generation of Golden Lords, and they terrorize the city only to get after the media. Okay, it could work. I could see that. Totally, just thought about that just now. All in a whim. Yeah, yo, Hollywood, pay us. <laughs> see, see, thank you, Aaron. Thank you. Okay, yeah, Meteor Man two. Okay, I could see that. Um, and then like we we can change a few things where this time the meteor the meteor fragment will actually imbue in, in, imbue the holder with permanent powers, which will make it even an even hot, hotter commodity for the characters to get. Oh man, I can see I can see that I can see that working. A um, sequel to Jumper. Oh, with Hayden Christensen? You just hate Hayden Christensen. I, I don't hate Hayden Christensen. Look, I mean, Hayden Christensen, he's a, he's a decent actor. I've seen him in some other movies. Um, it's just that Hayden Christensen's performance in the prequel trilogy shows that if you don't, if you have a director who's not capable of bringing out a good performance out of you, mm-hmm. then no matter what you do, it's still going to come out, come out pretty shitty. <laughs> A sequel to Fight Club. I know there was a there was a graphic novel, Fight Club Two. It, it was um, based on a graphic novel. It was either based on a graphic novel or a book. Yeah, a fight. Yeah, the first Fight Club was based on a book. Okay. Yeah, but I know Fight Club Two was a sequel. Um, I don't know if it was closely related or not, but um, but Fight Club Two would have been interesting. Uh, yeah, but yeah, Meteor Man Two would have been interesting. Blank Man Two would have been would have been pretty fun. Um, oh, absolutely! He becomes yeah. Damon Wayans actually becomes an astounded scientist, and then he actually like recruits his son mm-hmm. to take you know to take over the blank man mantle. Yeah, but yeah, he actually has like legit like armor. Oh yeah, but yeah, he still carries on the name, and he's mm-hmm. still fighting the corruption. You know, the corruption and stuff. That yeah. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah. And then, like uh, maybe the son of uh, Manelli, who <laughs> makes a, makes a return or something. The daughter, gotta gotta switch it up. The daughter, yep. Yeah, she's a crime lord now. Okay, I like that. Yeah, and David Allen Greer, he he runs a complete dojo, uh, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and, we, and we and we can go. You can go pretty gritty with it too. It's like Blank Man could be like, "Tell me, Manelli, no. do you bleed? You will." Manelli. Has the police force in our hands? Ah, okay. You got to give it a modern twist, yeah. Yeah, okay. Corrupt cops. Yep. Mm-hmm. You're going down, Minnelli. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. Sequel to Ryan Gosling's Drive. Ooh. Hmm. I think. Where the hell we are earlier? <laughs> okay. Have you seen Have you seen Drive? No, Where I haven't. It? It's a great movie. It's a great movie, and it has like shocking bursts of violence. Um, uh, Nicholas Winding Refn directed it. It's a great film. Um, a sequel to Drive would be would be pretty intriguing. Um, cause like cause like the how the movie is, it's like uh, one of Ryan Gosling's best performances. He plays he just plays a getaway driver and a, and a stunt driver. Okay. And um and uh, he's basically um he's he's basically like um trying to trying to tackle a crime boss played mm-hmm. by Albert Brooks, and his right hand man is played by Ron Perlman. And at the same time, um, Ryan Gosling's character is looking out for Carrie Mulligan, 
who's like whose whose boyfriend played by Oscar Isaac dies. So it's an interesting uh it's an interesting conceit. A sequel to Cannibal Holocaust. No. <laughs> no. Yes. The footage that they thought was destroyed Mm-mm. turned out it wasn't. No. So these new explorers try to do their own thing and try to right the wrongs of the previous explorers. Uh, I'm, I'm, I think I think we're good. I think the world doesn't need that. <laughs> the world does not need more um, more actual animal cruelty on film. Um, I mean they won't do it. Nah, they 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 shouldn't. I mean, they, no, I'm saying they won't do the animal cruelty and stuff, but it's well, like... Yeah, they, they better not. Uh, Peter would be all over oh, Peter yeah. would be all over that. Oh, yeah. Peter and the WWF. <laughs> the, the real WWF. <laughs> World Wildlife Fund. Fund. Um, oh, there was actually a sequel to Drive. Um, it was actually a, a novel. It was called Driven. Oh, um, there you go. <laughs> it, was a, it was a book by James Salas, the author. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, that would have been interesting to see. Uh, Speaking of sequels. God. Not weird enough, Carl Vick wants a new Neon Demon or a Midsommar type of film. Ooh, yes. I I would like to see a sequel to Midsommar. Oh, my gosh. The sequel where we follow uh, Florence Pugh's character, and then we see just how far gone she is in this Swedish cult. And then you see like some new tourists uh, or or new people being being introduced, and and you know you see how how you know how fucked they are. The Ooh. family of the original victims comes to avenge them. That would be interesting, or or maybe like a twist where where the where the new family or the the, the new family decides, hmm, there's something here for us, and then it gets a little weird and bloodier. <laughs> I love but yeah, he can't handle ha- Cannibal Holocaust because I know it's not real in in, in Midsummer. <laughs> That's the key. You'll be fine. Oh, stop. Um, You'll be fine. Ooh, I want. I, I I know it's I know it's early going right now, but I want to see a sequel to Titan. I want to see a sequel to that film. Where I want to see what happens to the Car Baby. <laughs> yes. Oh no. Yes, no, I no, think no. the world needs. I I think I you do. Oh, I do. Oh, I, and I, I, oh, and you know what else? I want to see a sequel to uh, Julia de Kernow. She directed Titan. I want. I, I want to see a sequel to her other film that she did before this, Raw. You remember Raw? I reviewed it on the podcast. Raw is about the girl who's who attends veterinary college, and she's a vegetarian, but she develops a taste for raw meat, and then she develops a taste for raw flesh. I want to see a sequel to that. How far does her appetite go? Inquiring minds want to know. I think you can't go any further than that one unless she goes to space and wants to hunt aliens and stuff. <laughs> I mean, I, I want to see, I want to see a, a, a full-on intimate scene where, where, you, where you see how far her appetite goes. Oh, I can put you on something pretty fucked up. No, I'm good. All right, then. If, if, if it's one of those, if, if it's like one of those real, no, yeah, if it's real, no. No, no, no. No, but, it's not. It's not. No, I'm good. Uh, but yeah, I, I I think I think we need to see uh, Raw, or if we do see a sequel to the Neon Demon, hmm, that'd be interesting. Have you seen the Neon Demon? Nice. No, 
Oh, it's, it's so good. If, then so in that good. case, you should you should be able to watch Brand New Cherry Flavor on Netflix, episode four, mm-hmm. 35 minutes in. Okay. Is Brand New Cherry Flavor? Yep. Okay. All right. You'll do it? I don't know. Maybe I'll, if, I, if I don't forget. <laughs> we have a lot to do after this show. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Okay. Yeah, so what else you got for sequels? Uh, I want to do one last one because there's also another subject that we wanted to hit. Ooh. Face-off sequel. Not bad. I like that, Aaron. A face-off sequel? Yes, with uh, with revisiting John Travolta. And I don't know if you can re- revisit Nick Cage. Because one of them died, right? I believe the film. so, yeah. yeah. Have it at work. Or you can make a face-off with different characters, different actors. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, face off with like uh Who who would you cast in a face off sequel actually? Oh, no, we think about uh, it. You can honestly cuz if you you can get anybody. Hmm. Yeah. I would say you can cast Barry Kagan and Ty Sheridan, have them swap faces and you still won't tell the difference of who is who. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Oscar Isaac and Joaquin Phoenix. That would be interesting. Yeah, that would be really interesting. Okay. I, I I would see that. I would see that. Yeah. Yeah, you would have to do different actors. <laughs> mm. yeah. um, but, all right, we're going to switch up the subject real quick. Yep. We're going to talk about the toys that got away. The ones where we always wanted and couldn't afford hey we couldn't afford it my parents couldn't afford it mm-hmm. or maybe i just didn't get good enough grades to get it <laughs> um i'm just gonna go first damn it i wanted power wheel so bad me too man i never got a power wheel me neither damn they look so fun they look so fun they did in that, in that commercial that power 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 wheels yep yeah yeah, even 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 going back, I remember when when I was like five years old, I wanted one of those um, those colorful those little Tykes cars. It was kind of like a Power Wheel. You know what I'm talking about? It's like it was it was kind of shaped like Steve Urkel's car, in Family Matters. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The little Tykes ones. When I was five, I always wanted one, but I never got it. Really, I see smart cars painted that way. <laughs> yeah. Um, for some reason, and I'm probably about to be judged like a muff for this one, but okay. Skip it always looked fun because of that damn commercial. <laughs> Wasn't the one you, you wrapped around your ankle yep. and you jumped? Skip it, skip it. <laughs> Yo, similar to that, I I actually wanted to bop it. Oh, we have that. We have one of those at work. Okay. Um, and that's actually pretty fun, even mm. as an adult. Yeah. <laughs> Jeffrey Dean Morgan and Javier Bardem for a face-off. That's... You, you know what? That's a good one. That's a good one because they do they do look alike, and you could pull it off. They could pull it off. Mm. Wow. Mm. Crossfire. Crossfire. Yo, remember the little thing that you would shoot? You would like shoot in um like shoot little marbles and oh yeah yeah, yeah. There was, and it was like a little spinning um die or something. Yeah, like that. and then yeah. like the, you had to get the uh, die. The die until the until like the other one. It's kind of like uh, not foos. Well, yeah, like foosball or ice hockey. So. Yeah, 
Fireball Island, the Great Board. Never heard of Fireball Island. I don't remember how Fireball Island. We had Jumanji. We had the Jumanji board game. Oh wow. Okay. Um uh, I'm trying to think. There was a uh, I always wanted I always wanted like the like the biggest super soaker. Um The one thousand? Yeah. The one that had the book the backpack? Yeah. Yeah, that one I wanted. Yeah, I never got Especially, it. Especially like one day I was just watching. I had a two hundred. Okay. Did you have one? No, I like I, ne- I actually never had a super soaker. I just are you had, like, serious? Damn, you were deprived. That explains a lot. I had like those. I just had like those rinky dink water guns you'd get at a convenience store. Oh, I oh, always have those. Yeah, that 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 explains a lot. You got bomb. <laughs> that means you got bomb playing. It. Yeah, I I I only knew of other kids who had super soakers, and that was the only time I got to play with one. <laughs> Yeah, you were traumatized. Yeah, there's, there's trauma behind that. I had video games, so it was fine. <laughs> uh, whoo, man. Um, let me see. What was it? The toys that made. Us? I don't know. I just randomly thought about the game toy, the the show, the toys that made us. <laughs> and then mm-hmm. I'm like, you know what? There was toys I always wanted, but just couldn't get. Yeah. Like I know, I remember, I've I've always wanted to get the aliens um, f- action figures by Kenner. Really? Yeah, I was I was one of those, but I, I never I never had a chance to get them. You know, you know, I saw a TikTok, and it was you know this guy. He was like, "Yo, I am so upset." You see, back when when I had a Transformers figures, we had to figure it out. You had to try to you know. It took time to get Optimus Prime going. Mm-hmm. Nowadays is a goddamn button. Yeah, <laughs> you just push a button and that's it. Oh, it just like, comes fully formed. Yeah. What are you? What are we teaching these kids? He was like, "What are we teaching these kids?" <laughs> that was true. I mean, like back when we had actual transformers, like back in the day, you, it was like a puzzle piece. You had yeah. to figure out how to how to get them to transform. Yeah, the commercial for Crossfire was. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Like speaking of toys, like well, th- these are toys I actually did get. Right. Um, I remember like it's, it's so looking back, it's so weird. Like, like nobody thought, nobody thought of anything. Nobody thought of it how R-rated, R-rated films and and like violent shows got mm-hmm. toys and cartoons made after them. And back then, RoboCop was like top of the list. Yeah. So I remember like when I was five, six years old, I actually got the RoboCop action figure, his partner Lewis, and the Ed Two Hundred Nine. And I remember back then it had like the 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 caps, so every time like so to simulate gunfire. But then mm-hmm. like the caps, like it was like it was actually like an actual like spark, so it, it would it would smell like really bad like <laughs> after because like the caps would go off. But it was I can top fun. I can top it. I can top it. Yeah. My dad bought us the MC Hammer figure. What? Yep. MC Hammer. The MC Hammer action figure. Did it come with the hammer pants? Yep. Wow, like were the hammer pants like actual like fabric or just or were they just like? No, they were fabric. Wow. Yeah, he bought that. MC Hammer. MC, MC Hammer. And I bet you cherished it, didn't you? I don't even know where what happened to it. <laughs> oh my god, an MC Hammer action figure. Yeah. Damn. Yep. 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 Ah, too man. too legit to quit. <laughs> Let me see. Was I had the wrestle? Everybody had a wrestling buddy. 
I'm guarantee you everybody in this chat had a wrestling buddy. I never had a wrestling buddy. Like, I'll say the toys that two of the toys that got away from me as a wrestling fan is growing up. I never had a wrestling buddy, and I never had the foam number one finger. I bought the DX one at a show. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> but nah, not the foam, not the foam, not the foam figure. Mm. Did you have wrestling figures? I never had wrestling figures. No. Oh, God. You know, I, I I wanted action figures and I wanted the ring. Had it. Never had those. Had that, and let me tell you, my cousin Joe threw my wrestling ring across the room and break it. If you ever mm. wanted to see a child with a broken spirit, mm-hmm. it was me that day. Damn, what why did he break your ring? He the moon was messy. He was trying to get out the way. He was kind of a destructive kid anyways. Oh. That's too bad. Oh God. It I had the ring. I had a whole bunch of figures. I had the steel cage. I can even show you a picture that my sister <laughs> my sister posted this and it was it was actually for my birthday that she found it. Okay, you're about to hear rock the mic. Oh God. Man. Yeah, I've always wanted I've always wanted uh those action those wrestling action figures and the ring. Just Here we go. You'll see. Here's the picture. Okay. Me in a onesie. That's right. What? <laughs> yep. So I show this with a with a belt and everything. Hold on. Let me pause it. Should I show this to the Yeah, I don't give a shit. <laughs> Okay, so it's a it's a picture of Carl, young Carl in a in a blue onesie, in front of a Christmas tree, uh, smiling from ear to ear with his wrestling action figures in a in a little foam belt in a little foam belt to match. So yeah, there's the uh, there's a photo for our Facebook. Uh, I was a cute listeners. kid. Yeah, there it is. There it is. That was. Did that you was have Carl. Star Wars figures? Oh, I certainly did. Yeah, I. Nothing would have stopped me from that. I got <laughs> I will say I will say this though, with my action figures, since I didn't have everybody, mm-hmm. I used to take like whoever I had and just make pretend that they was one that they were that particular figure. Mm. So it was like because of me remember I had the LJM figures too. Yeah. So they were just one pose, but damn it, I made it work. Yep. So hey auntie. Mm-hmm. So um what like what I did for Undertaker I had like Hercules Hernandez. Okay. <laughs> so, and I remember around WrestleMania 9 time, I had a. It was Undertaker against Giant Gonzalez. Yeah. I didn't have Giant Gonzalez. Mm-hmm. So, what I did was I had an old Mr. T doll from when I was like two, <laughs> and they went in the ring together. So, the t- Mr. T doll took about five Undertakers. <laughs> to, well, it's five Hercules to mm-hmm. equivalent the height. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I made it work. Yeah. It was right before my cousin broke my ring. Damn. The power of childhood imagination. And John Aponic had an MC Hammer doll, too. Wow. I did not know that. Hey, hey. I guess MC Hammer was pop was popular he with the was kids. That popular. Yeah. Oh man. man. Uh, what was another toy that got away? Okay, no, I did have a uh, there is a picture of me somewhere with the Thundercat sword. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted the Dragon Dagger from Power Rangers. Oh yeah, <laughs> I actually wanted. I never got the Power Rangers uh, toys. I, I always wanted the Megazord. I never, never did. I don't remember having a Voltron either. Yeah, I remember. I only had one Transformer. In fact, really? Yeah, was it, it Optimus Prime at least? It wasn't Optimus Prime. It was like a jet. 
Um, I don't know what it was. Um, Did you have GI Joes? No, I didn't have GI Joes either. <laughs> like, because look, I was I was more into video games, and like when I got into action figures, I just got the most of the Star Wars figures. I had like I had Luke Skywalker, Darth Vader, C three PO, R two D two. I had Dash Rendar from Shadows of the Empire. <laughs> I had I had Luke Skywalker's Land Speeder. Um, yeah, those. Are, oh, and I had Obi Wan Kenobi. I had that too. So I, I I had a good collection of Star Wars figures at least. But yeah, back in the day, like I only had like one yeah. one Ninja Turtle. I had no Ghostbusters, and I've always wanted the Ghostbusters. I wanted the Ghostbusters helicopter. Never got that. Damn. You know what was for some reason th- they mark. I, you got to give it to their marketing team. Yeah. For, no, for what I'm about to mention. Okay. And it's just something that, like, I pretty much had in the house, but I didn't have this particular toy. Mm-hmm. Domino Rally. Domino Rally. It sounds That sounds familiar. It's literally just a stack of dominoes, but it were all, like, on a track, and you just... Oh, yeah. Yeah. I remember, though. I wanted that, too. Yeah. I remember that. Marketing was... Yeah, and it was, it was just it was just dominoes, just dominoes. on a track, <laughs> and it, but it looks so cool. Exactly, my dad was always in race tracks, so like car race tracks. So, mm-hmm. yeah, please tell me you had at least some Hot Wheels or Micro Machines. Oh, listen, man, okay. I had I had a mean collection of Hot Wheels as a kid. Like, All right. <laughs> like I remember like going to like the supermarket with my dad and with my mom and dad, and, and every time there was like there were Hot Wheels in the, in the checkout line, I was like, I want that, I want that. They would always give me like one or two. I ended up having like a huge collection of like maybe like fifty or something. Oh man, I miss those diecast metal frame. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. I know micro machines went out of business. But I think Hot Wheels is still going. I, th- I think so. Um, I I know like if you go to like any vintage toy store, you'll see like Hot Wheels like in their original packaging. Th- but they they're probably going like, what five ten dollars a pop maybe. Which is like, yeah, that's too much to relive nostalgia. I'm good. I'm good with just my childhood memories. Thank you. Hey, yeah. They just restarted again. Oh, micro machines? Yeah. In twenty twenty of all years. Oh wow. Wow, what timing. By uh, Wicked Toy Wicked Cool Toys and Jazzwares. Hmm. Okay. But I believe Hot Wheels are still uh, are still in business. Yeah. Oh man, I remember. Yeah, I remember, they're still in business. Yeah, uh, owned by Mattel. Yep. Yeah, I remember. Like, I had like a th- the different cars. I had a Thunderbird. I had a Trans Am. Small GI Joes. Everybody had the small GI Joes except Vic. Damn, this is explaining a lot. No, I actually did have a small GI okay. Joe, which I lost. <laughs> I had a small GI Joe, which I lost. You had it. I'm okay. Um, and of course, like every kid had like the Green Army Men. Ooh, Matchbox. Oh, it's just a brand, but yeah, so... Okay, Matchbox is still going. Oh, speaking of Micro Machines, you know what I always wanted? I always wanted, like, the track with the loop. Yes! Yeah. Yes! I always wanted that. Never got it. Oh, my God. We were just... They were geniuses with the marketing back then. Yeah. Combined, like, back then there was no social media. Internet was not a thing. Um, Kids don't even play toys no, no more. You know what they do? What? They go on YouTube and watch other kids play with toys. That's depressing. That's what they do. Or they'll just play Fortnite. Little kids. They will yeah. watch other kids play toys on YouTube. Hmm. 
I don't know how I feel about that. It's sad. Yeah, just like, just just ask your mom and dad to buy an action figure or two and just go like this. I mean, yeah. Use your imagination. That's what, that's what I did. Yeah. God, I'm like, I remember with my Star Wars figures, I reenacted A New Hope with my action figures. It was great. Word for word? Yes, I did. Word I for word. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Man. Uh, freaking Domino Rally. It's just Domino's and we wanted that shit. Yo, man. Yeah, yeah you're right. Marketing was no joke back then. Yo, they said, not girls, my nieces hardcore hard play with their toys and they and they have a toy room stacked. Thank you, Jesus. There's hope for the future. Okay. Yeah, there's Allie Marie in the comments. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, man. Oh man, I, I know this is, this is going back. Um, Go ahead. This is like in the in the eighties, but like, um, I don't, I don't not. I I knew other kids. I never, I never, I never really thought of it. But I knew like other kids in like in my kindergarten class. They were clamoring for a Teddy Ruxpin. I didn't have a Teddy Ruxpin, but. Yeah, but I remember like there were kids like just crying about wanting one, but their parents never got them it. <laughs> I was like, oh, well, I mean, I'm just playing it regular Nintendo. You know what? I'm gonna take it back to my parents' era. I want to see. Remember the G? Everybody made the thing with the GI Joe with the Kung Fu grip. Yeah. I want to see how much GI Joe. Oh my god! With a Kung Fu grip, and they are worth a. Huh? See one for forty-five, ninety-five. You can buy the hands only for eight bucks. <laughs> oh, and, and and speaking of like how how great how powerful marketing was like for children's toys back then. I wanted a goddamn slinky. <laughs> you can get a goddamn slinky in a freaking vending machine nowadays. I know, and and I remember, and I remember, I vaguely remember, remember the slinky theme song. Who doesn't? Everybody wants a slinky. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because, because you, you actually, you actually know what I remember more than the slinky song because it had like the same, the same rhythm. Ren, Ren and Stimpy, the for the song log, log is <laughs> big. It's heavy. It's what? It's log. It's log. It's, it's better, better than, than bad. bad. It's, it's good. good. <laughs> um, Domino Rally, you can find like dumb cheap. Okay. For, like thirty bucks. Oh, nice. Yeah. I found one for ten. Mm. Yeah, like ten bucks. Okay, I'm a man. I can use my adult money to buy childish things. <laughs> she said that to my friend today. <laughs> you got every pop out of it. I mean, yeah, you can have it prominently displayed somewhere. Oh, man, dang! Uh, so many. I had a slinky when I was like eight. I'm seventy now. So. So they've been around. For, yeah, they've they've been around for decades. Man, um, oh, oh, I had one of my. What is wrong with me today? Maybe I'm just tired, but I don't know. I just <laughs> we met. We mentioned the Super Soul because I wanted the the um the Dragon Dagger. Hmm. I wanted all them damn Power Ranger weapons. Yeah. Oh, I wanted that. I wanted a Nerf cannon, the one that rotated. I wanted one of those. I so had bad. a Nerf slingshot okay. that came with three of the balls, and you just cling, cling, cling. Then you got to go look for them because they yep. went flying everywhere. Yep. 
Yeah. But I had the first, the original Nerf slingshot I had. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, uh, speaking of Nerf, I just remembered this. You, you remember the, the Nerf gun they had where it was a commercial, a, a, a kid, like, put his hands up, but then, like, but then, like the bottom, the bottom of the gun had, like, an extra chamber, so he pulled the trigger, and then, like, the, it came out of the clip, and it yeah. hit the kid. Yeah, I, I wanted I wanted that too because I thought it was so clever. Like you had like the ner- yeah the traditional Nerf gun, but then like the bottom of the clip actually had an extra room for like one that you could just secretly shoot a kid at. Why I haven't thought about just googling nineties toys, but yeah, I'm like, about to do that right now because I'm having a ball. Yeah, because those are the two Nerf toys I wanted. The the one with the rotating cannon, which I thought was so dope, and then the, like the one with the secret chamber at the bottom. Okay, let's see. Yeah. Aaron, Aaron says that uh, he loved his Teddy Ruxpin. <laughs> uh, uh, Stubert is in the chat. Stubert! He says uh, Teenage, Mutant, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle toys, Ghostbusters, Proton Packs. I, want a pro- I wanted a Proton Pack, too. Oh. I never had a Teddy Ruxpin, but I wanted a Proton Pack. All mm-hmm. right, here's the number one. Here's the list that they have in this website. Mm-hmm. Tamagotchi. <laughs> I had one. I remember those. Ninth grade. Beanie Babies. Them shit is worth crazy money now. I heard. I don't Oof. even believe it. Mm. Nintendo 64, you had that. Yep. A Stretch Armstrong. Oh, yeah. I remember Stretch Armstrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm a guy, so I didn't have a Polly Pocket. Nah, me neither. Ally, Polly Pocket. It was yes, like, no. It was like a compact, compact dollhouse. Pretty much, yeah. Clever design, though. Pogs, N- you was not you. Listen, that was stunting when you had Pogs. Yes, that was hustling. Listen, oh man, back in the day, I collected a stupid amount of Star Wars Pogs. Who cares? Like every week when my dad and I would go to Stop and Shop, I would go to the, to the end of the cereal aisle where they had all the cards. Yep, I would pick out Pogs, and Pogs I were- I prided myself on having doubles of Darth Vader unmasked. I wish I still had them. Yo, why aren't like, why isn't that a thing again? Yeah, I know, I know, Pog, I know. There's probably like some pogs that are going off for like dumb money right now. I believe, man. But I, yeah, I see bop a bop it. it. Yep. Betty Spaghetti. Can somebody help me out here? Betty Spaghetti. Is that like a female Stretch Armstrong? At least, at least conceptually. I've never heard of that Looks one. Looks idiot. A Game Boy Color. Mm-hmm. Everybody had an Etch-A-Sketch. I, yep, I did too. If you didn't have an Etch-A-Sketch, you was real. Who had the Talk Boy tape recorder from Home Alone 2? <laughs> I wanted one so bad. I never had a Talk they Boy. They even made another one that was a pen. Okay. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm about to order one just because, like, I'm because I'm a man, I'm adult, and I can use my adult money to buy childish things. That's right, Ricky Bobby. You're damn right. <laughs> Marble Run. I don't remember Marble Run. Actually, that does seem familiar. Yeah. Trolls. Of course. Back in the day, we had a bakery, Gutton's Bakery on Broad Street. Mm-hmm. In Providence, all my Southsiders know about this, yeah. and they used to make cupcakes, but yet they came with little troll dolls on top of the cupcakes. Okay. Oh, I remember back then. You know what? You know what I always wanted as a kid. I wanted a Dick Tracy watch. 
Really? Like the one that he, he uses as like a walkie-talkie, like on a wrist? I wanted the communicators from Power Rangers. Same deal. I wanted one of those. Yeah, now I do. It's called an Apple Watch. <laughs> Pretty much. And it's like, how much? Like 300 About that. Yeah. Mou- I remember Mousetrap. I, yeah, I do too. Remember re- that. Mousetrap. Um, Furbies. I heard those are Mr. Potato Head. They oh. have them all around. Pokemon cards. Mm-hmm. Uh, Go-Go's Crazy Bones. Hmm. Pogs was currency. It was. And you wasn't playing if you was playing. Listen. Fights would break out because we were playing for keeps. Really? <laughs> oh, I used to get in so much trouble. Like, well, can I buy some pogs? What happened to your pogs? We, I lost them in a game. <laughs> <laughs> like you were, like you were, like gambling in a back alley. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yo, them cafeteria <laughs> tables was mm-hmm. was wet. There we go. The talk boy and the talk girl. Ah, okay. Yep. A Buzz Lightyear. Yeah, I Buzz want one Perfection. I remember perfection where you had to like put yeah. the pieces in there real fast until it popped up. I remember that. Um, the White Ranger's Saba Saber. That oh. was cool as hell. I think I, I think I may just want to use my adult bu- adult money to buy that. <laughs> uh, Mr. Bucket. Oh, yes. I remember Mr. Bucket. That looked fun. I wanted one as a kid. Gak. Yeah, that was just basically slime, wasn't it? Yeah, pretty much. You need yeah. to watch that shit. You need to watch that documentary. Hmm. Hungry, hungry hippos. That just made, if I was an adult, as an adult now, I'm like, listen, that game make a lot. That's the toy that made a lot of noise because yeah. it's just clack, 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 clack. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sonic Mountain Quest didn't have that. That basically looks like a stand up version of Sonic Spinball. Mm. <laughs> um, all right, where's the females in here? Who had a dream phone? Dream phone. I remember. I remember the commercials for that. I've never seen commercials for that. And it said things like, I've been watching you. Are your parents home? Don't tell anybody, anyone that I called. I know where you live. This is on the box, by the way. <laughs> I mean, woof. I don't know what parents were Oh, that, that didn't age well at all. Nope. Not at all. A Sega CD? Never got never. one. Never. Nope. Nope. Gigapets, I had one. I killed them. I killed them so bad. A snake board? <laughs> Never had a snake board. Me neither. Street Sharks. It was just all about the cartoon <laughs> for me. Um, Batman figurines. Everybody had one. A spud gun. Spud gun? No. You know what we actually had? They came out with a McDonald's food maker. Really? They did. Like, you, it was a toy. and You can make take legit food and make McDonald's food. Like, that- a weird version of it. Was it was that kind of like Easy Bake Oven? Well, it, nothing heated up or anything, but oh, okay. Where is it? Ah, oh, Super Soaker. Yeah. Let me see. Tiger handheld computers. Those. <laughs> oh man, those those Tiger handheld games with yep. like the with the crummy um black and white. Yep. Not even black. It was just. Yeah. It was like super primitive. Kids, kids was like not a camper with pogs. Mm-hmm. We was like I, you know, I never did that. I just collected pogs and never did anything else with them. Oh, we did. Oh, I did. Pokemon marbles. I didn't know they had Pokemon marbles. Mm. I like this website. Donkey Kong gaming wristwatch, which was basically a tiger, ha- a tiger wristwatch. Yeah, yeah, I remember those. Um, the Atari Jaguar. <laughs> Good lord. 
Digimon Adventure. I was already a teenager by the time. The Nerf Blaster, was this it? Yep, that was it. Oh, man. Yeah. Poochie Dog? Nope, never Poochie got Dog that. never had that. Pokemon Tops cards. Tickle Me Elmo. Ooh, remember that controversy? Oh, man. Ni- 90, it was like 96, 97? Seven around there, like... <sighs> kids would lose their damn minds. It wasn't even kids. It was parents trying to get that, that Black Friday. Yo, Tickle Me Elmo was the PS5 of its day. Yeah. It really was. It caused death. <laughs> A Tickle Me Elmo caused death. Wow. Like, 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 as in stampeding parents or something? Yeah. Shit. It was, yeah, it was Crocodile. Real. Okay, I remember Crocodile Dennis. I do too, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Ninja Turtles. Everybody had a Ninja Turtles figure. Mm-hmm. Except for Vic. No, I had one. Connects. You don't remember Connects. It kind of looks like that marble one that, that you showed earlier. Yeah, but it was like sticks. It, like You just, you know, put together. It was kind of like. They were like Legos, but they weren't. They were they weren't blocks. They were just like sticks, and they had the joints and stuff. And you could make like roller coasters and stuff. Come on, Aaron Ferguson got to remember connects. Yeah, the slap bracelets. I remember slap bracelets. Yeah. Yep. Let me see. Velcro toss and catch. We play those with our clients. I remember playing that in summer camp. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> what summer camp did you go to? Uh, it was Camp Meehan. Okay. And then Camp Meehan, and then there was um. Gosh, I believe it was, there was another one before that. I went to Canonicus. Me too. I went to Canonicus. Did you really? I did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was, a, it was just a day camp, the day one. I didn't no, I went, yeah, I went to, I went to, the day camp I went to was Camp Shepherd, mm-hmm. and then overnight was um, Canonicus. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Super Nintendo, of course. Mr. Frosty? Don't remember it, but I, you know, I vaguely do. Actually, it's coming back to PlayStation. Cadbury Chocolate Money Box. Nope. That reminds me. You know, Pez dis- certain Pez dispensers are probably going for, like, huge money. Yes, they are. Remember Moon Boots? No, I don't remember Moon Boots. No. They look you like- don't remember Moon Boots? So they're basically, like, flip-flops suspended over a bucket? Yeah, but you it would make you feel like you was walking on the moon. Soccer boppers? No. It's just um, inflated boxing gloves. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They had us, like, fighting and shit. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Damn. So so many. This is bringing back a lot of memories, though. Some painful, but some were. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh, man. There's just so much. Yeah, man. Ugh. Yeah. We, it turns out we had a lot of toys that got away from us. Oh, I just wanted to. Now I kind of just wanted to sit around and watch the commercials. <laughs> Oh, yeah, go on YouTube. Like, there's a whole bunch. Oh, actually, there was a website called uh, Retro Something. Retro Retro Something, before, like, YouTube was a thing. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because I remember as a kid, like, I, I, I was just mostly into video games. So, like, I wasn't really into, like, like I didn't mind getting, not getting those toys. But, like, but there were some that I really wanted about. Like, but I really like the Super Nintendo, so it's all right. Yeah, makes sense. You know, I had my Sega. I was happy. Yeah. Happy, happy, <laughs> happy. Oh, man. But yeah, wow. Here we have it. Appreciate y'all going on this. This was fun. Yeah, yeah. You better. Is. I knew. I knew. Aaron, see, these are variants. They, they are variants. <laughs> <laughs> Connects. Knew they. Rem- I knew he remembered Connects. Yeah. 
You know, I'm probably going to spend the whole entire night watching these old commercials. Mm-hmm. Oh, do you remember um, Puzz 3D? Puzzle 3D? Yes! Yeah. I had one. I did too. The Eiffel Tower. Mm, I had one of the Millennium F- Falcon. Did you really? Yeah, I, and I never finished it. <laughs> the, them commercials play like re- them commercials were entertaining. They were, yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah. That makes me and, and and to John's point, I, I wish I still had some of my action figures somewhere. You know, just 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 to say that. Oh look, this is cool. Just like have it displayed on my desk or something. But I mean, uh, you can't get them on eBay and stuff. Oh no, that's not that serious. Like, I, I don't want to go out of my way to like repurchase action figures, but like, but yeah, it was it was cool back then for the time. Yeah, dang, <sighs> that was cool, man. Kind of makes me want to cuss on my parents. Like, why didn't you give me this, mom? <laughs> I was a good boy, mom. Come on, Mrs. Bird, what's going on? <laughs> She's like, you forty, you can buy that shit. <laughs> you damn near forty, you can get it now. <laughs> Oh man, but yeah, man, yeah, yeah, a lot of a lot of good, a lot of good memories down there. Memory Lane, '90s toys, uh, and and a few from decades before. So yeah, man. great sequels that we would like to have. So I mean, it's never too late. Yeah, they can just reboot it and do it again. Yeah, See, yeah. that's all they do anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, reboots are the thing. Um, let's see. Uh, Aaron Ferguson says. Moon boots were the prize they would give away on Legends of the Hidden Temple and Guts. Don't you mention Legends of the Hidden Temples, man. I hated those kids so much. Why did you hate those kids? Because of the monkey. It was three pieces and they couldn't get it. I mean. It was the legs, the stomach, and the head. Mm. It was three pieces. Oh, yeah. That's, that's like that's like run around the temple, but they that's a, a final three pieces? Yeah, but the three pieces, they were right there. Oh. Just Mm. Mm. Oh. That was it. It yeah. was three pieces. Oh well. <laughs> um, oh man. Man. Uh, yeah. If they had a, I wonder if they had like a vanilla ice doll to complement the MC MC Hammer one. MCU. <laughs> I heard that. <laughs> you know what? Let me. I'm gonna I'm gonna look it up. Vanilla ice action figure. Mm-hmm. They did. Wow. And listen, if you didn't have a vanilla ice action figure, were, were you were you a real hip hop head? <laughs> yep, they have it right there. As you can see, uh on eBay, vintage 1991 THQ vanilla ice wrapper, yo vanilla action figure doll on eBay going for the low low price of $71.95. Go ninja, go ninja, go. Go. <laughs> <laughs> oh man wow man what a what, what a time it was what a time to be alive man. yeah oh aaron's asking if we had the last action hero figures nope but i did watch the movie i actually just like looked that up recently i found a tiktok page where they just take pictures find pictures of people in certain movies then and now and stuff and, and that was actually one of them yeah that's cool, yeah. And you know, now nowadays, you know, action figures. They're, instead, they're basically collectors' items for grown ass adults to put in their display cases at home. Yeah, and some I don't mind. <laughs> yeah, 
So, uh, yeah. So, yeah, that's uh, action figures and toys from the 90s. Sequels uh, and games and toys. Oh, my. Yes. So, uh, yeah, let us uh, yeah let us know what other uh, toys or toys you can re- remember or sequels to movies that you would have liked to have seen but just never materialized. Uh, yeah, let us know in the comments as well. That's right. Send us an email at Codex Prime, at Codex Prime Podcast at gmail.com. Yep. Find us on Instagram at Codex Prime Podcast, uh, Facebook Live. Thank you for watching. Mm-hmm. Uh, Twitter at Codex Prime Cast. Um, you can find our episodes on I, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Spotify, SoundCloud. I'm doing the WAP while I'm naming <laughs> all these. Um, and yep. select, you know, select bonus content on YouTube. And speaking of bonus content, don't forget. We will be at this. We will be at the Providence Bruins games this weekend, filming bonus content and doing special pot, special episodes. Come through to be on the show. Get up in your cosplays and everything. Check out a nice little hockey game that's gonna go on. Yeah, it's gonna be. It's, it's all sponsored by Rhode Island Comic Con. It's it's gonna be amazing. That's right. Yep, and it's all live for this Friday and Saturday evening at the Dunkin' Donuts Center. That's right. And make sure and also a big shout out to our sponsor, Silk City Hot Sauce. Make sure you go to SilkCityHotSauce.com. Use the promo code Codex to get 15% off your order. That's right. All sorts of great flavors. Uh, erotic Fever, uh, Ram Skull, Mango Madness, Badass Jew, uh, Maple Flavored Syrup Hot Sauce. I mean, these are delectable flavors that you can pour all over your body. Mmm. Every... It's probably probably pretty painful if you do that, but uh... yeah, I th- I think so. But uh, but hey, you know, uh, pain is pleasure, pressure bursts pipes, as Jay Z once said. <laughs> um, so so yeah, um, so yeah, uh, for those of you who want to reenact the scene from "Don't Be a Menace" at South Central with the hot sauce scene, please go to SilkCityHotSauce.com <laughs> and use that promo code Codex to get fifteen percent off of your order. Disgusting, but go ahead. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yeah, but that's it. Yeah, that's uh, that about wraps it up for this week's uh, episode of the podcast. So, uh, yeah, for our local listeners, uh, just come one, come all to the, to, the, to the dunk this Friday and Saturday evening. Proudly Civic Center. Stop it, Carl. No. Um, so, yeah, come down to the Dunkin' Donuts Center this Friday, Saturday evening. Um, next week we'll have another podcast for y'all as per usual. Uh, yeah, and, uh, yeah, check us out. Um, we're everywhere. Thank you all for watching and listening in the comments. Thank you for you know strolling down memory lane with us about the the toys that that could have made. made us yes. that we couldn't have. That's right, because we didn't have toy money. Yeah. Uh, but yes, uh, thank you for watching and listening. As always, we will catch you on the flip. Peace out, nerds. Later.